In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. The captain of the Ritter wipes at a trickle of blood from her mouth. Her face tightening as the leather of her sword's hilt creaks under her tightening hands, she raises the heavy blade for another strike when a voice rings out. Stop! The physics voice rings out again. How dare you! He looks furiously at the Ritter and smears the blood on his face as he gasps to catch his breath. He glances over his shoulder at you. His eye is already purpling and the blood is crusting on his temple. His voice softens slightly. I have not made up my mind about you yet, but I can respect that you withheld your power until it was required of you. Go. I will hold them here as long as I can. I do not wish to see any more blood shed. So Tira settles Deor so that she can dismount. A long horn sounds somewhere in the distance behind you. They're chasing us already? Oh man. <laughs> Alright, so this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put the um the fort down and it comes up and we're gonna we're gonna go inside. A smirk plays around her mouth as she yells up. You have escaped us once. You will not do so again. I am Elsa, captain of this company. Please come down. Uh, I was going to do what Tira says. You you wish. No. um. Farron, you are nearing the end of your hour of watch when suddenly a small form steps seemingly out of nowhere and a small, stout form stands there taking the Ritter by surprise. A voice like Gravel speaks. Who are you and why are you here? Hello, stackers. Welcome back to Vondhide. As we are continuing our story and we will pick right back up where we left off, I'm Rhett the DM and with me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Womberbash Benson Mum. And Catherine as Farron. Who's ready to tell a story? Me. 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 The afternoon is wearing on. There is a group of dwarves down below and in the distance, a departing group of Ritter. Womberbash is sawing logs. Farron and Tira are atop the tower, and a giant hyena is sitting there, looking confusedly at the dwarves. Farron steps away from the edge of the tower, looks at Tira, and asks her quietly, Do you think we should go down to talk to them? Do you want to go alone? Should we wake up Bash? No, let's not wake up Bash. Not yet. Let me handle this. And she calls over the edge... To, what was the, the, the one who spoke? What was his name again? Northry. Northry. She calls down to Northry. We're coming down. Um, maybe step back. I don't know. I'm trying to think if she, <laughs> the, the, the hyena is prowling. He's just sitting there. He's just sitting there. Yeah. Okay. Without Bash to tell him what to do. Yeah, he just kind of does nothing. Got and with, it. And without Bash to open up the door, you can't do that either. He's, oh. he's, uh, no, 
We can't I think go I out? think we ruled that basically anyone in the party has control over the door. I never ruled that. Okay. If you would like to retain control, then you've got it. Then we'll wake you up and rob you of no. your long rest so you can open the door. That's what you want? <laughs> Is that what you want? Yes. <laughs> I want sole responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want your side points back or not? So she calls down to Northery. We're coming down. Wait right there. She's going to lead Farron down to the first floor, but before going out, says, we know nothing about these dwarves. And before we, before we run out the door, I have a feeling I can get some information, or try at least. And so she puts a hand to the side of her head and closes her eyes and is going to try to uh, consult the spirits and summon an ancestor. Okay. To see if they know anything about this band of dwarves, this particular band. Because she's thinking back to, she does not, has never heard of this sky home. She'd never, is not familiar with this at all. But she knows that, you know, dwarves didn't used to necessarily be quite so spread out. Mm -hmm. um, and so she's hoping maybe somebody from back in her ancestry will at least be familiar with them, know whether they're friendly to the, to the Iron Stag Delve or if they, you know, anything like that. Okay. Why don't you describe briefly what this looks like to Farron as she's standing there watching you? I believe all Farron can see from her vantage point is me standing still with my eyes closed and, you know, three to four fingers up against my temple. Okay. And maybe a, a slightly furrowed brow, because I've never tried this before. Mm -hmm. I just kind of, I have that sense, which I've had for a short time now, I've had this sense of being more connected to my ancestors in the same kind of way as I could summon my mother during battle. Okay. Not even sure that this is going to work. If you still have it pulled up on your phone, yeah. there's something about wisdom. Wisdom is my something for casting this spell, such as it is. So you do have a spell. Uh, yeah. In a sense. I, I, obviously, I don't need it to, to have spell slots. It's something, right. it's an ability that I have that I gained at level 10 or a feature or whatever. The room swirls about you and to your eyes there is a faint yellow glow the color of your stone in the air and you stagger backward a half step your eyes are still closed your mm -hmm. fingers still pressed to your temple and the first thing you hear is your mother's voice calling out from the collapsed mind but then you seem to go beyond her Mm-hmm. I can picture Tira when she f hears that first voice just sort of jerking her head to the side like, no, I want to get past that. Yeah. I need to go back further. Yeah. You take another step backwards in your mind and now you see another woman dwarf that looks like your mom. But is not. <laughs> like, like could be her mom? Yes. And then another step back. You're not actually moving physically. Right, but right. But it's all mentally. Mm -hmm. And then you see several steps back a very strong, proud-looking dwarf. She holds her hand out to you, and you rise out of the tower. You seem to be in some mountain peak location somewhere, looking down on the world below, spread out beneath you, as though you're standing atop the tower, but now it's miles high in the sky. You see a line of dwarfs marching backwards from Ironstag Delve, and their footsteps descend from this far northern peak. Along the way, you do see that they come through this area where you are now, and a warmth suffuses you as they pass over this location. There's a strong sense of calm and peace 
and then you find the world, the sounds of the tower around you, the sounds of Farron shifting next to you as you return to the room. <laughs> Eyes snap open and fingers detach from detach. They weren't like attached, but <laughs> I fly away from my temple. Yeah. Fingers come away from my from my temple, but the hand stays up. I believe they're friendly. I can't really explain what I just saw. I don't know who I saw, but I think it's all right. And she dashes out the door. Okay, the door opens, and you almost run straight into Northry, who is standing there with his arms folded. He's looking around, mostly looking at his fellow dwarves who have now moved to the tower, and they're running their fingers over the the exterior in wonder. Mm -hmm. Their eyes are just large, and they are muttering to each other in some form of dwarvish. You can make out words here and there, enough to get the sense that they are enthralled by this metal tower that has sprung up out of nowhere on their land. Well, it looks like you've got a real wonder here. The wonder is meeting you all. How, we had no idea that you were even here when we set up our camp. Did you see us? Oh, we saw it all. We had to make sure before we acted. It is good to see a dwarf from far away. You look like us, somewhat, but your mannerisms are a little different. I had no idea there were dwarves out this far either until we saw the stone marker back down the road. That was left by you, wasn't it? Long ago, yes. And this one, and he points to the marker by the brook, it marks the edge of our domain. In fact, if you'll give me a moment, and he walks over to the pile of stones and he rests his hand on it, there's a blue shimmer that seems to go down through the stack of rocks, and then it dissipates. I had to reset would you be able to come with us? I need to introduce you to our king. Come with you where? To the Sky Home, of course. We have injured members of our party and, and those who are desperately needing some... I was going to say rest, but that seems a little too on the nose. <laughs> we have seen it all. We have the ability to help. Tira is intrigued and torn... Wanting to know more about these dwarves, glad to see her own kind friendly, because mm -hmm. the last time we encountered dwarves, uh, it was iffy at best. I mean, is there any way we can just basically pick Bash up and leave him asleep? Mm -hmm. Probably not. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely pick him up and leave him asleep. The tower would basically need to stay here, because he's the one who controls it. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do that. Or you could wake him. <laughs> gonna bite my face off if I wake him. I guess if we get back to the Sky Home, that's a much more permanent and... If they're not tricking us. Hey, my ancestors have been through this area. You're they're not dead. tricking us. She got that's a good all I gotta feeling, say. I guess. <laughs> You're dead. But, well, I'm going with Fair my gut. Just so you know, Farron didn't go out with you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're I know. still inside? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Are you looking out at all? I mean, is there a way for me to look out, or is it the door is open? Solid. The door is oh, open. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The door is I'm open looking out. I'm, I'm like eyeballing him to see mm -hmm. if there's any like. I almost imagined you leaning in the doorway, just kind of leaning mm -hmm. against the the frame. I'm just gonna sure. Stay here. I can see but I'm, here, I'm trying but to also... look to see if there is any gear spur. Yeah, <laughs> there is insignia no, anywhere. No sign. We're trying to you, could you know looking them up and, and down. We could stay, mm -hmm. and you can come back in the morning. That's true. That's true. I hate to split the party, but. Yeah, I'm going to play this as ha having had the vision that she did, 
Tira feels an implicit trust in this band. Wombarbash is out cold. Mm-hmm. Dior is also still unconscious mm-hmm. on the floor where we left him. So she will turn to Farron. I'm going to go with them and meet this king. They may be able to help us. They may have information that we need about this area. You stay here in the fortress with Bash and Deor. We'll return. It's going to be fine. I will leave some dwarves here. They can guide you. See? You're going by yourself? Do you really think that's wise? They're family. It's fine. Where is the delve? In the mountains. How far away is the delve? It is a day's journey. <laughs> you can be the one who thinks it all out, and Tira is the one who Baron just wants doesn't to go. like it. I will tell you what. We will spend the night here encamped. When your friend awakens, we can go together. There, see? They're not trying to trick us. That sounds good to me. Okay. Tira's gonna opt to camp outside with them. Alright. Being around dwarves seems to revitalize you somewhat, and as the evening progresses. The rain is coming down much harder now. Womberbash, even in your deep, deep sleep, the sound of rain coming down is soothing to you and you feel the weariness melt away from you and you're reminded of your time in the woods and all the the time you spent hearing the rain coming down. Farron, you busy yourself inside the tower, I presume? Yeah, I'm going to do some more um, work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're studying. Great. Yeah, you make good progress and in fact... One of the dwarves begins to help you, so he helps prepare the studs. And uh, does she have to roll to see how many studs she's able to put? I on think her? what we're going to say is that with the dwarf's help, you're able to actually complete your armor. What? Hey! So that means Yay! you get another point on your thing. Just another point. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. And it moves much more quickly with his deft fingers helping you to punch the leather, prepare the uh, the spikes or or the studs. And, uh, and get them in place. And they're fastened much more cleverly than you had been doing. And so, uh, you know, <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> I love the Why? face. <laughs> uh, because they're used to working with metal. So am I. She's a... I'm a blacksmith. Pe- like leather working and okay. stuff is her whole deal. You always think I'm a leather person. <laughs> Whatever. No, you're, you're more of like a lay, my mom, a lay person. My mom was a leather person, so I know some, but... Oh, gotcha, got it. A gotcha. Well, you both learn from each other. How's that? <laughs> and Tira, you're out in the rain, but you don't feel any of it. It's as though your skin seems to be hardening. You know, you're just, the rain is rolling off you, but you feel like you are with your people. Wait a minute. Did I just hear, in, like, inadvertently you gave her tough hide? <laughs> you can add two to your... Uh, <laughs> She's calcifying. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hard rain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the, uh, the night passes. Uh, there is a small fire that goes. The rain isn't heavy enough that it would put out the fire, but... As, we have a stand of trees. And as stuff. the water hits, it sizzles in the flame, and it just adds to the feeling of comfort. Morning comes. Was this a long rest? It's a long rest. Woo-hoo! Yes. Oh my goodness. And the table's wobbling. Yeah. Sorry. And stuff. I need to find a spot to put. Well, I don't ever get temporary hit points, so I'm going to put my rages in here. You said the total hit dice is supposed to be your the level. Yes. Oh, okay. However. After a long rest, oh. you, you regain up to half Okay. Of so you your can hit dice. just say you have six hit dice yes. yeah, available. Perfect. Oh, and I'm back to full. And I hate that black stuff that gets uh, uh, yeah. going Yeah, 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 yeah. I always, whenever I write something that I know is going to have to change, I always try and write it as lightly as possible. 
You know, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have like a sticky note where on your big change fields, Mm -hmm. you do all your stuff on that. And that way, as it gets worn out, you just get a new sticky note. Yeah. Good thinking. Womberbash, you are actually the first to awaken. Uh, It is still raining. In fact, the rain has intensified through the night. The brook outside is running a little bit higher, but it is absolutely quiet otherwise. (sighs) I'm hungry. Like, really hungry. Does anybody have any food? There is no one here with you. Where is everybody? Hello? Where's Dan? <sighs> yeah, I thought it was I don't know. inside. I yeah, you're inside, inside, but... Yeah. Okay, are you There's there, too? two rooms, the floor and the top. <laughs> What's going on? Is anybody here? Where's everybody? Farron snorts next yeah. to you. <laughs> I don't know. Bash, what's going on? I'm hungry. Do you have any food? I think so. What's going on? Are those people still outside? It smells weird. Oh, that's why he doesn't know that the the Ritter was um, sent away. Yeah, a lot happens while you are resting, Bash. What's, what's going on? So, uh, actually, some dwarves came from the Sky Home Dell. Do they have any food? Bash is going to run over to the door and open the door, and he's going to look, and do, does he see the encampment? Uh, yeah, there's several huddled shapes uh, it's difficult to make them out at first. Their armor seems to be designed to blend in with the rock. But I see, I see Tira. Yeah, I'm not wearing yeah. camouflage. Okay. Tira, so some of them are sacked out around the remains of a campfire. It's damp now and wet uh, from all the rain, but there is still some smoke coming up from see, parts th- of it. The thing is, is we've had three battles. Mm-hmm. He got down to basically no points. Like he is famished. Yep. Like that's the only thing I'm going to be talking about until I get some food. Right. So hey, uh, Tira, hey... Do you have any food? Or is there food here? That's how you awaken. Bash. Um, uh, on me, I still have four of those large mushrooms, steak <gasps> mushrooms. Can I have? Can I? Can I have one? Yes. And she pulls out. I'll pull out two. Okay. I just start stuffing my face. Okay, without cooking. N- yeah, I'm just yeah. eating them junk. Gotcha. Now the other dwarves are are waking and stirring, and one of them gets to the fire, and that gets going again quickly. Uh, so you're able to cook the second steak if you want to. Okay. I think I'm just going to eat it. Okay. <laughs> they, they pull out some other savory things, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like some wrapped What's pies that? and that sort of uh, thing. Yeah. Are you, you going to finish that? Is that for everybody? <laughs> Can we have some? They are more than happy to share. And before long, there's the smell of warm food. Oh. Helps to drive away some of the worst of the chill of the rain, because it is chilly up here in the more elevated regions of Vontide. After that... They are ready to get on the road. And again, they jump backwards when they see you call your command word and the tower shrinks down. You've gotten the horses and they are out. Diminua. (laughs) (laughs) Splinch. Yes. (laughs) Well, I guess he's dead. (laughs) Uh, You pick up the cube, drop it into a pocket. The hyena has since vanished with the dawn. Okay. And you are ready to go. Um... Tira is still taking custody of Deor, has him up on her saddle, as she did before, mm-hmm. but is going to ride alongside of Northry. Okay. Uh, he keeps up a steady stream of conversation, and you are more than happy to reciprocate as you go. The dwarves are on ponies. You are on horses. And so you have to take care every now and then to pull back. But for the most part, the ponies are more than uh, durable for extended travel. Hey, Farron, who are these people? Where are we going? We're going to the Sky Home Delve. These are dwarves that Tira seems to think are friendly. 
just for our awareness, Northry did leave five of his dwarves behind. If the Ritter were pushing the borders like they were, he wants to make sure that they continue to honor the boundaries. So it's just three of you, including Northry. So what exactly happened with those people who were following us? Northry and the other dwarves insisted they leave. There, there's some treaty between them, and they weren't supposed to be on their lands. So they're not following us anymore? It seems not. I think those, the stones were some kind, of, um, some kind of marker that would trip if somebody showed up. I hope Feverfew's okay. Yeah, me too. They said they could help once uh, we got to the delve. I hope they have food there. They gave some to you before you headed out. I need more. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But uh, you have a couple of little mince pies. Yes. That are uh, bouncing at your waist. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I need, I need. <laughs> we just quoted that uh, yesterday, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That very line. Bash, it's about a day's journey, just so you know. Okay. At the half-day mark, and it's difficult to tell now with the clouds being what they are, you do see the line of mountains ahead. The clouds are pressing down what normally would have been a majestic view, has been closed in quite a bit by the clouds, but it's still a very impressive sight. Tira, you begin to notice that there are paving stones now underfoot. The road has changed from a well-maintained but still dirt road. And now there are paving stones underfoot, and as you go, you see that there are dwarven runes etched into them. The runes themselves have been filled with some kind of silver metal or material that as you shift and as you pass by them, they glint in the light. And you begin to realize that they seem to be telling the story of the creation of the Sky Home. And it's as though you are, by traveling this road, you are also beginning to understand the history of the location and its people. So is this place nicer than the Ironstag Iron Stag Delve? In many ways, uh, if these early indications are any sign, yes, uh, it's been around for much longer. Ironstag Delve has only been Ironstag Delve for about two or three hundred years, oh, that's which it. is nothing in the life of dwarves. <laughs> Where you are going seems to have been established much, much longer, especially since you went back several generations in your vision, mm-hmm. Tira, to see that. Finally, as the light begins to dim toward the end of the day, Northry stands up a little bit in his stirrups, points, and he says, Sky home. Tira, you're going to love this. The wall of the mountains rises imposingly before you. The gray slopes are sheer and smooth, but the high peaks are lost in soft gray cloud. At the top of this last hill rises the sturdy walls of a fortress perched on the edge of a deep chasm. Northry tells you this is Windhold, the Delve's first home. The gates, painted with black and white chevrons, stand open and you pass through into a stone-clad courtyard. All around are buildings neatly made from expertly fitted stone. Dwarves pass on errands unknown to you, clad in comfortable woolen garments that are dyed in rich reds, yellows, and blues. They stare at you curiously, but not to the point of discomfort. Life here seems as ordered as the straight lines of the paving stones. But what really catches your eye is at the rear of the hold. Where the front was a sturdy stone wall expertly constructed, there is no wall at the rear. The chasm forms its defense at the back. 
From deep below comes the distant rumble of water and a slender bridge, not unlike the white bridge you remember from the heights above Arden, spans the dizzying gap. On the far side, inset into the mountain's face, is a broad terrace. From here you can make out a deep-set doorway into the mountain. Its entrance would be dark, but some distance within, fires kindled in iron baskets shine brightly. Their glow is intensified by bronze plates made for the purpose, in some crafty way that gathers the light and brightens it over hundreds of deftly angled surfaces. The effect is stunning, and it appears that the mountain is on fire. Just looking at it seems to drive away the chill of the searching rain. Flanking either side of the entrance are statues of imposing height depicting dwarven warriors. A sure message to those who might have designs on this place. And you are now in Windhold. Take one experience point for the discovery. And another one for the sky home beyond. Northery gives you an inquisitive look as you enter the first home. Is there anything you need to do before we go? I'm sure that some members, at least, of my party will want to eat. I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> it's been nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going to eat? Where are we going to eat? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Yeah. There's plenty of places to get food here. Got a nice food court. Yeah. McDonald's yeah, tomorrow. Right. Nice. Why don't you describe some of what you pick up in Windhold? So, um... I'm going to say there's some there's some pig on the spit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, there's definitely some um, swine going on. Um, so I'm going to pick up some of that, uh, some like cooked swine. I think there's some chicken I hear um, sizzling on a nice open flame. It's got some spices. It's definitely been marinating in something. And so I'm definitely going to pick up some type of a kebab-based chicken. Uh, we we need to stop. Need to stop recording just before we eat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that junk was marinated as some nicely spiced like yogurt. That way, when it's on there, it like seeps into the yeah, chicken. Yeah, that sounds dwarven. Um, it's uh, garlic. Okay, th then I got they got some turkey legs up in here. They got some um, uh, chicken tikka masala. What? They've got. <laughs> <laughs> stop immediately. They got um, chicken dawat up in here. Some souvlaki. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sheep everywhere. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna pick up some 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 smoked mutton. That mm -hmm. way, I can have it like on the side, like mm -hmm. I, can, I can nibble on it. Um, yeah, I think that's. I, I picked up mostly meats. I'm okay. not really too into the vegetables at the moment. Yeah, it's just when you get deficient. That's when yeah, exactly. You, yeah, yeah. Okay, thus provisioned for about a year ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Northery says, "Are you ready?" Tira answers with just an eager look. You step onto the bridge to cross, and you've dismounted from your horses. Yes. Uh, in fact, he asks that you keep them stabled here in, the, in Windhold. The roughed stone underfoot has a pleasing grit. And this place is called Wallsfell or something like that? What's it Windfell. Called? Windfell. 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 Windfell was the Wind, first home. Windhold. Oh, Windhold, Windhold is the first was home. the first home, but we're heading into the Sky Home, Delve. Which yeah. is the second home. Don't try and talk about things you don't understand. <laughs> you cross over the bridge and step onto that terrace and you find here that everything is just as neat and as orderly as it appeared from a distance. Even the mortar holding the stones together has been dyed a golden color. And so there's this a sheen to everything on this side. You pass into that entrance overhead, the, the brazen 
faces that reflect light in all different directions, makes a sparkling display. And about 100 feet in, the tunnel slowly slopes downward to become more regular tunnel size from that grand entrance. And you notice that there is a large uh, gap in the floor, uh, about a foot deep. And Northry tells you, careful with your step here. And he points to the right. There is a large round stone that has been rolled up into the wall where with the release of a mechanism, it can roll down into place and seal this passage very easily. That's the Great Wheel. Hundreds of years of dwarven ingenuity at its best. It's the Great Wheel of China, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking. You step forward past that another half mile of walking, and then you enter into a hall that is filled with pillars all the way down. It seems to stretch left and right from you, maybe two or three hundred feet, and extend a long distance down, maybe a quarter mile. It's vast, it's hollow, you know, you can hear your footsteps ringing in this room. And again, it's lines of pillars going down the length of the room. At the far end, through what looks to be a broad doorway, more distant light seems to shine through. But as you step in here, a horn sounds, and of course that sound echoes throughout this chamber, filling your ears. It's a warm sound. And then coming from a chamber to your left, about halfway down, a small group of dwarves steps out, including a very richly dressed one with a beard and a simple crown on his head. Wamberbash kneels down on one knee. Okay. The dwarven group comes towards you, and once they're in range... The richly dressed one holds out his hands with a warm smile, even visible from beneath his beard. You are most welcome to the Sky Home. I am Andvari, son of Andwaru, son of Anvarda, at your service. And he bows so low that the tips of his beard brushes the stone. Farron also bows. Tira instinctively steps forward. He said he had his arms out like this, Mm -hmm. and she's going to extend both arms and do kind of the... The warrior shake? Yes. Not necessarily, but both hands. Uh Just reach forward and looks him straight in the eye. Yeah. He rises from his bow, locks eyes with you, and his beard splits with this big grin. Her eyes are glassing. Yeah. She is just so thrilled. This feels more homey even than her return home did. Mm-hmm. Even, even before her father showed his true colors, um, she was at that moment, you know, but she was blinded by her relief at seeing him alive. But even then, there was, she realizes now, there was a tension in the air that she was ignoring. Mm-hmm. Right now, she feels more at home than she has since she left her father on the mountaintop to go see what was going on with the newcomer. Yeah. Hey, where's Deor? Deor is... Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, he was we, on I my I was dragging horse. him by his arm. <laughs> yeah. when, we, when we got off our horses yeah. and went across the, the, the bridge, did we take him with? No, I think, I'm not I think he has stayed in the first home uh, okay. under the care of the dwarves there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her, your, your, your stone is still... Uh, you left your stone in circuit over your head. Fair. It was that night. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't really think about... Whether you stowed it or not? I probably stowed it to travel. Okay. okay. So then uh, we'll say that it is stowed. Andvari, accept your grasp. You are most welcome, shield sister. 
Come, we have prepared something. And he leads you back toward that room. You pass over the glossy stones. Uh, there's a sheen to this room also. And even though there's not much light in it, uh, it does seem to reflect what little torch light there is, and it feels much more light than it actually is. You make your way into a side chamber, and there a sight greets you. Uh, Anvari says, It is the toughest time of year for us as dwarves. We are just coming out of winter, our stores are depleted, and I am afraid we do not have much to offer you, but what we have is yours. And the tables are just about groaning. I was going to say, I'll bet that it is the most lavish feast we've seen ever. Under the weight of all the dishes that are on them. And Wamberbash... Wamberbash starts crying. (laughs) (laughs) It's beautiful. What do you see? Uh, I'm going to say full pigs with apples in their mouth, just gleaming. Like the skin is so golden brown on top there. I see a full two or three full bowls uh, that just came off the spit. <laughs> no. um, yeah, I, I see vegetables, uh, mushrooms, just everything. Uh-huh. Everything is there. Uh, Farron, is there anything you want to add to this room description? I've got a couple more details to fill in, but aside from that. I need some bread up in there too, like fresh bread. You ain't lying. <laughs> fresh baked bread. With some olive oil and some butter. Yeah. Oh. Olive oil and butter, okay. <laughs> hey, and then often, well, you can have another, another, another fat. Um, but uh, what about um, Milk, like- Milk, there's like, juice. There, there's like roasted apples with like cinnamon and sugar and spices all over it. Pies. Oh, man. They got blueberries, black currants, strawberries, blackberries- Raspberries, blueberries, again, blueberries, blueberries. again. <laughs> <laughs> Even Farron is excited at yeah, the sight of this great, feast. Great, Tira, anything you want to add? Tira notices the food. She's just so overwhelmed by the feeling of welcome in the room. Not that she's not going to eat. She totally is. Mm-hmm. But it, she's just overwhelmed at the moment. Yeah. This room feels much more homey and comfortable. There's a roaring hearth at one end. And as the light flickers in the room, you notice that the westmost wall, which is the length of the room, has been inscribed with this intricate chart. And it seems to show at the top a mountain, and then from the roots of the mountain come lines. And these lines scrawl across the wall. And again, that same silvery writing is etched into the wall in very fine lines. But the runes catch your eye, Tira, and they seem to show the heritage of the dwarves. This is the role of clans. And as far as they were able, the dwarves of Skyhold Delve have kept track of their ancestry. And during the feast that follows, because it follows very quickly, Anvari engages you in conversation and asks about the Iron Stag Delve. And while you're describing, you know, what you know of your clan's history He has one of his scribes go over and they trace on the wall with their fingers and they are able to find record in this role of the departure of of the Iron Stag contingent, which was not by that name at the time. That was a name that came much later, but they are able to trace back. And so some of these names that you've only ever heard in passing come back to memory and you remember your mother trying to teach you some of these things Mm -hmm. and of course your father. Sure. But uh, it it feels like a homecoming. As the feast progresses, a discreet dwarf comes in and 
leans over Anvari and whispers in his ear. And I'd like for each of you to roll a perception check. Add anything that you Mine's need to. Colored in. Add anything you need to for that. So I can add my proficiency. Mm-hmm. Ooh, net 20. <laughs> 10. <laughs> okay. It's just 10. Wait, it I, makes sense that Tira would be the most perceptive in this yeah, instance. Yeah, it's just 10. Yeah. Before the dwarf even finishes whispering, it would be subtle to both Womberbash and Farron, but you see a look of fear and anxiety pass over the king's face. Tira will step forward to him and in a low voice, and maybe even, well... I'm thinking, would she, would she switch to Dwarven knowing that they don't mm. speak quite the same? But I was able to basically understand them. Yeah. So she will step forward and in a low voice, switching to Dwarvish, will ask him, what is wrong? I saw that. I saw the look. Hang on, let me rephrase that. I saw you. Yeah. <laughs> I see the look in your eyes. What has happened? Also in Dwarvish, it is a long story. A troubling one. We have had some incidents recently, and I am afraid that you come to us at a troubled time. Dwarves missing in the delve. Injuries, unexplained things that we cannot begin to understand. And now it seems that we have more injuries. I do not wish to trouble you, but this is concerning to me. If I can still play off the fact that I got a natural 20 on my Mm -hmm. perception check. Something about the tone in his voice communicates to Tira that these are not simple injuries, that he's cho- he chose that word as the most generic way of describing what he means, but that's not, it's not just, you know, mining accidents. Are we still like in a group of people? Yeah, it, but there are conversations going on mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm. subtle enough that not anyone else really mm-hmm. noticed it. You're the only one who is engaging him on it. Right. I'm still going to step around maybe a, a step or two to whichever side will make it so that he has to turn his away from so I'm we're facing each other in you're, the- you're trying to you're trying to uh, exclude others from Yes. Yeah. We have encountered similarly troubling events on our journey so far. My party and I. You can trust me. I'd like to know more about these injuries. That is good news at an ill time. Would you care to come with me? Absolutely. Farron and Womberbash, you've noticed a conversation going on. Tira looks unusually intense. I guess that may be a bit harsh. Uh, She looks very engaged, and even though you catch the occasional phrase that she says, it's not making any sense to you. Well, I'm speaking in Dwarvish, exactly. so they'd probably be like, ooh. Exactly. Which in itself might be a sign to them. They probably haven't seen me do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have. Nope. I'm going to keep eating. Okay. I figure in my mind if I'm needed for something, somebody will call me. With a look over the shoulder of the king to Farron and Bash, it's just going to indicate, stay put, I'm checking this out. Okay. Anvari leads you forth. His kingly robes are sparkling as the gems sewn into the hems catch the ambient light. He leads you back into the Hall of Welcome, that long hall of pillars. And as you pass through that broad doorway at the distant end, you begin to notice a dampness in the air. Now large fires roar at either side of this doorway to help reduce the moisture in here. 
and as you step through, you realize why they're necessary. You enter a vast circular shaft that is perhaps a thousand feet in diameter. Craning your neck upwards, you see that it rises into a dark void at its highest point, but it has nothing of the feel of a deep cave. Instead, tier upon tier of natural outcropping is decked in multicolored light from hundreds of torches that gleam off the faces of mineral-crusted rock. Even high above in the gloom of the shaft ceiling, tiny glints share the light, making it feel as though you're staring into a deep night sky. Through it all comes the roar of a score of waterfalls that cascade down the walls. The tumbling water catches the light also, and as they catch the torchlight, innumerable droplets of water turn into liquid gems of flame that splash and spray through the enormous chamber. Tira, you notice that scattered about the various levels are pillars and doorways. The dwarves that have lived and worked here for unknown ages have guided the stone to create living entrances to homes built into the face of this place. And your breath catches as you marvel at the natural forms of pillars that have been guided into form across eons. The falling water accumulates in a sparkling pool at the chamber center. It roils at the touch of the waterfalls. And where they show through their cloaks of red, purple, and green moss, the gray, hard stone of boulders worn smooth by the ages tell a tale revealed only to dwarves. Anvari gives you a moment to absorb the scene. It's difficult to read his face beneath his massive beard, but when he tells you, let us move on, it's easy to tell that he approves of your wonder. So he guides you through a perimeter hallway, and after a short distance, you find yourself at the doorway of an infirmary, where dwarves are brought during mining accidents, incidents, that kind of thing. And he guides you into a room. It's a large rectangular-ish chamber where normally there would be somebody on duty. Uh, there are several beds that are occupied by still forms. Some of them are still writhing a bit on the beds. And they just look like normal dwarves. <laughs> they do. Okay. They do, but as you get closer, Anvari beckons you over to one in particular and points, and on the arm there's a weird discoloration of the skin, and the unfortunate sufferer is clutching at that area and rolling back and forth. What happened to him? How did he sustain this injury? We recently opened a new delve and found some troubling things. Now they are troubling. At the time they were wondrous but I, I fear that they are causing problems for us. What wondrous things. They were stone crystals. Tira's eyes widen. I think that's where we're going to end this episode. <laughs> so we're, we're going to stop there. We'll pick up with that next time. Experience points. I already gave you one for Windhold. Mm -hmm. And the Sky Home. And for Sky Home. Uh, why don't you take another one for the Sky Home for some of the things that you've seen inside? Mm -hmm. And let's go with Norse Battle. Uh, actually, no, I want to give you five experience points Woo! for meeting Anvari. He is a person with regional authority, mm -hmm. and you have had some interactions with him. And now Norse Battle. Okay. I think both of these ladies should get uh, points for their playing their character. She's like, I'm all in. She's like, mm, I don't yeah, know. It's a day away. You know what I mean? World. Just yeah. like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, take a couple each. You know what? And here's the thing. Farron hates 
that Tira went somewhere with that gun. <laughs> She's like, she was eyeballing but she, but her she all didn't. the way until I she ended up. See her yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're mean, you mean I while we're at the like, table. Yeah, I don't like that she went by herself because mm. – um, yeah, she's getting vi- you know right. What is it called? Ba- um, flashbacks yeah. of what yeah. happened at your doll, mm. and I'm like, mm, yeah, this yeah. is all nice and great, and let's lock you in this room. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Nerves jingling. Yeah. Well, I'm going to follow Catherine's example from last week and nominate myself <laughs> for thinking to switch to dwarven. Dwar- I always want to say dwarven. Dwarvench. <laughs> for, think, for thinking, for adding the touch of switching to Dwarvish to address the king. Yeah. I'll give you one for that. Thank you. Anything else? No. Uh, what do you think of the place so far? I like it. Uh, well, I like it, of course. <laughs> it's dope. Um, Catherine, we had a meta moment, and um, I think, I'm thinking the same thing. A meta moment? Yeah. I mean, like me being out of your sight. No, 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 no. That um, they're mining like the pillar. Like, oh yeah, like yeah, the pillar yeah, is yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It's my, well, it's my, it's my thought. Did you guys, did you you guys listen so to the special content episode from from no. this week? You, yes, you need to. Okay. Yes, I did. For sure, you do. Oh, I did. And you're in the yeah. the sick ward. Yep. Also so known as the infirmary. Something better happen to where I'd be like, we gotta go. <laughs> Let's follow the crowd. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. All right, well, let's hear that recap. Tira is 50 points Whoa. into level 11. That was good right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wumber Bash is 64 points into level 11. Okay. Theron is 35 points into level 11. Great. Making progress. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to some of the things that are coming up next. Uh, we've got some big stuff happening and a lot more coming in this season. So stay tuned, stackers, and we will see you here again next time at Stacker Decks. Yay, we finally got two in in one sitting. I'm going to step back away from the edge mm. of the um, the top mm-hmm. and just kind of look at Farron and ask, Farron, do you want to go down and... You're Farron. I mean, oh my gosh. <laughs> she's she's wondering if she <laughs> really wants to go down I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Farron steps away from the edge of the top of the um tower. 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 <laughs> we may have to do what this again. What is going on here? I don't know. Okay, here we go. You All need right. slapped? Please tell me you need to no. be slapped. <laughs>